Will you marry me? What? Becky, I have loved you since the ninth grade. Marry me. You bought this house? Bought it! I'm an architect. I designed it. I built it. You built this house? For me? For us. You are so nuts. And you are so sane. It's perfect. This is like something out of a fairy tale. So will you. No. Told him you were my wife? What? What was I supposed to do? You tell me. <laughs> and he believed you? And why wouldn't he believe me? What's the matter? I'm not good enough to be your wife? No. Well, Travis thinks I'm good enough. And Harvey and Lorraine think I'm good enough. Well, Mosby sure is pumped about meeting Gwen's dad. I know, I know. You know, if I just get through this reception tomorrow, everything's going to fall into place. The promotion, Becky, the whole ball of string. You really think you're going to pull this thing off? Me? Her? Gwen? She'll pull it off. I'm telling you, she's some kind of a genius, you know, a savant. I'm in good hands. David! I'm sorry, sir, about this and about my father. Oh, I remember, Bernie. He was always that way. Davis, I don't know what's going on between you and Gwen, but maybe keep this in mind. I wouldn't have seen this house if it weren't for that wife of yours, and I wouldn't be giving you the promotion I'm giving you if I hadn't seen this house. Ever wonder how architects get ahead in the profession? House Sitter tells us, lying. With napkin sketch in hand, Steve Martin shows Goldie Hawn the house he designed and built for his childhood crush, played by Dana Delaney. As Goldie lies her way into his heart, so does Steve to his stuffy boss, owner of the largest architectural firm in New England. The result? He's promoted to associate principal. Let it be a lesson, folks. And now, your host, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Starkitects. Guys, we watched a movie. We watched House Sitter, 1992, Goldie Hawn, Steve Martin, and Dana Delaney. Yes, directed by Frank Oz. The great. The Super great. Super Grover himself, Frank, Frank Oz. Oz. Yoda. Miss Piggy. Okay. He, bur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. and, uh, and Mrs. Oz. Oh, boy. Um, so Steve Martin plays an architect. Wait, who, I got, before hey, we get into yeah. the movie itself, was that the most boring title sequence you have ever seen in hey, your bo- entire bo- life? <laughs> How about before we get into just rolling credits in black and white with lame like it was like, like they ice put, cream parlor music and they behind put it. every genre of music into a blender hit puree and out pooped safe hey that safe music, music. <laughs> before the credits <laughs> how about we introduce our fucking guest in the room oh shit i'm sorry huh we have a guest <laughs> oh yeah that's right uh <laughs> Elf? alex sklar So not a sklar bro, you are just a sklar, just Uh-oh. a single sklar. You don't have an identical twin, do you? I did in the womb, but 
I was the only one to survive. Oh my oh god! It's actually is... a true story. I did. Jesus. I ate my twin, my oh, unborn twin brother. Oh my god! You is that why your you're brother? always full? Yeah. Wow. No, that's why I'm always hungry. Ooh! Oh, I can never be satiated. Weird. Ooh. So do you have like a funny belly button? No. Like Quato. Oh. Quato. Only the strong survive <laughs> in this universe. Let me touch you. So, Alex, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I grew up in the Seattle area, out in the suburbs, and then moved to Portland for school to study architecture, just how mm. I got into the field, and never left Portland. I settled in and have yet to leave. Wow. And so what do you do in the A&D world, as it were? I am now a visualization artist, so I produce the renderings for architects. Uh, I left uh, Anchor Moisson Architects two years ago um, to start my own business doing renderings. And wow. It just keeps so, going. Yeah, plug time. What's the name of your company? <laughs> uh, my company name is Atmosphera, although it feels weird to think of it as a company. It's still mostly just me, but uh, yeah. I do... I can technically say that I'm a business owner. Ah, yeah. so, so I can be smug when I need to. Yeah, good back pocket. Does your uh, business? Um, do you guys work in CEPI at all? <laughs> no, it's sepia. Oh, sepia. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, sepi tones. Sepi toes. Sepi toes. Next for our listening audience, I was um, explained uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> the sepia tones are fucking brilliant. <laughs> so Jeff Young, Jeffrey Wolinski explained to me that there are those in the world that prefer to be gratified by having things placed between their toes. Therefore, sepi. Sepi. Now it. we all know. We Moving all have that's it. the inside okay, joke. That's it. Done. Okay, then. I'll give $100 to whoever sneaks sepi toes into a meeting instead of saying sepia tones, like meow and super troopers. <laughs> That if would you be record it, awesome. I'll give you a hundred yes. bucks. So. Please. Oh, uh, yeah. Info at starchitectspodcast.com. Yes. Please send Info. that. Info at yeah. starchitects.com. Must, Must be recorded. Must be recorded. Wave file. Seppi. Toes. Toes. Seppi toes. Seppi toes. Instead of toes. Oh, oh I mean, Seppi toes. Those are great snack chips. Seppi toes. Oh, Seppi toes? Yeah, I love them. You get them at Goyam's Goyam's. Williams. That's my taco truck. Oy vey. <laughs> oh my it's god! <laughs> it's authentic. I'm selling tacos in my taco truck. <laughs> Chocolate taco. We got tortillas and fajitas. Oh, I love fajitas. <laughs> this is authentic. And <laughs> quesadillas. This is what happens when we juggle our schedule for you, Alex Sklar, and do this in the evening rather than on a peaceful Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, now it's beer and post-work punchiness. Yep. Okie dokie then. It'll be the unique episode. <laughs> I think so. Anywho, so we watched House Sitter with uh, Steve Martin as an architect. Um, I decided to start the actual checklist of what makes him an architect number one he is white yes yes very much so number two he is wearing khakis pleated khakis yep he has a vision sort of an artistic vision he has a vintage douchey car oh yes the only box he did not check this time around round black 
glasses. Or glasses at all. Yeah, he did not have any glasses this and round. He could have been bald, too. I mean, he could have been bald. Well, there's 19, a lot of spray on 1992 that. 1992 was, oh, like, pre-Picard, so I think there was, like, the... Uh, I... No. You what, are incorrect. What, Picard made bald cool again? <laughs> yes. Picard Absolutely. came on the scene in 1987. The f- actual series yeah, ended... Hey, I don't know about this sci-fi shit. In 94. <laughs> Ergo, we were in the midst of the greatness we known as TNG. Picard. We were full Picard. Making it so. But Martin had hair. Spray on hair, <laughs> but he had hair. Did he get like a purple wash or something? It looked like he had like... A little blue. There's a lot of work going on on that and there hair. Was There's like... a lot of quaffing. I think there might have been There's some lot... weird... The wind. Color... They blocked that wind. Definitely some color correction in that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like some he was weird... wearing full on man makeup. Like when the outside yes. scenes, it was like, uh, he is way too matte. Mm-hmm. I think that that town, the New England town, they had to do like some wild ass color wash in that to get it to feel like the like that painting the norman rockwell-esque steve martin was only like 47 in this movie shut the fuck up he was that's, only 47 years old that's younger than i am now i think he's immortal then because he looks the same he looks the same but this is the thing about oh. this is the thing about going gray early or or losing Tell your hair us, early no hey <laughs> as a man i thought about this <laughs> go gray early or you lose your hair early people are shocked at first but then 10 years down the road someone will walk up to you and go Jesus Christ, you look the same, dude. <laughs> because you don't you don't change after that. Oh. So Steve Martin, I mean, like, you know. Is that what you're hoping for? I'm hoping for that. Yeah. I'm doing that. Unless you are, you're actually 57? I am not 57. Oh. God damn it. 67. How dare you? I'm 67 years old. <laughs> OMG, your skin is gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. That's me from jogging so, so much. much. Banana. Banana. <laughs> So he says, I designed it. I built it, this house, with a giant ribbon on it that he says to Dana Delaney, a.k.a. Becky. Yes. He pulls up. The movie starts with him, him pulling up in <laughs> his, think, in his, it's, it's, a, it's, it's actually a nice guy, the Ford Mustang convertible name. It's, it's it, that, but it's, it, but it's, 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 it did not fit him. It did not fit him. It was totally forced. But he pulls up in the, in the Ford Mustang to this house and there's a big bow around the house. And a very large bow. And Dana Delaney, who has n- never looked so less attractive in her entire life, she's she's hot. Like, she's a good-looking woman. Not when they dress her up like Velma. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's Down wearing... Down to the Wellesley uh, sweatshirt. This, oh, my God. She's wearing pearls in this. There's nothing less attractive than a woman who wears Pearls. No, no, they cut all her hair off. She looked like a boy, totally wearing pearls. Yeah, the, the, I thought she was gonna like at some point she go was, gay. Well, I thought that's why she didn't want to marry him. That's a true. That's what, actually that a would have been. A she fun didn't want to marry him because he was a stalker. <laughs> it's like I've Wait, been in love with you he's since loo- the eighth he, grade. He's kind of pathetic, and I built he's this pathetic. house for you. Will you marry? They didn't so have they like were, a like a back dating. and. I thought they were dating. No, they they were, was did he just bring her out there? Stalker. He just. You know what? That's a good point. What the because what? I, I, yeah, now they, you say that, it's like, I don't, uh-huh. I think he just kind of put her in a car and said, I want to show you something. Right, because then there's, dick. there's sort but of this like. this house, and she was just like, what? There, there's a, there's a couple things, because when he was doing the, they were doing like the dry hump scene, 
um, later oh, when, with it, the fireplace and that the, was the, the poke the, in the boob. Yeah, the, the creepy. Was a great move. I had to say that <laughs> that, was, that, that movie got that was pretty. That movie oh, got a little dark. <laughs> uh, the boob poke. All I could. Th- I was having like post-traumatic. <laughs> I thought it was like flashbacks funny. to every awkward sexual encounter. This is kind of like my yeah. dude. He, he like slowly like twirls uh, the necklace, t- t- and she's just like. She's getting all wet and stuff. Right, because like he's, he's poking the button and then oh, her boob twice. So, so right at that scene, she's like, oh, all the other men I dated, blah, blah, blah. So I don't think they've been an item. I don't think that That's was like, hey, point. let's, you I know. Think he just sprung They out. didn't have I a relationship. He was like, hey, guess what? I built this house for you. Gross. And I'm going to marry you and then bury you in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll always be with you'll me. You'll always be with me. You are the like, one. <laughs> so he, he he goes marry me i have i built this house for us and then he and then she says no and then the thing that i hate just hate in movies the slow fade to black it means you don't have a way to end this scene it just is like so what do we do uh, fade the black yeah just fade then, the black three months later yeah it's bad it's bad i mean with a timpani transition. With, with the title to tell you three months later because there's no good way to, you know, you don't know these people, so you got to tell them. Right. It's three months later. Oh, right. there it is. Expert storytelling. Thank you, Mr. Oz. <laughs> well, this movie was written by, uh, this movie was written walk, by uh. Brian by Brian Grazer, the, the guy who is like co-producer with Ron Howard. They imagine, whatever their company is. Brian Grazer, and if you saw him, you've, you've seen him before. He has the... Stupid gelled, super spiked hair. It's a small little white guy. Oh, he's a super, and he wrote this movie. And he's a producer, boy. and it's just like it's kind of weak. But, well, he yeah. did have some of my favorite romantic comedy tropes, aka horny BFF. Oh yeah, totally, Marty, <laughs> Peter McNichol. That guy is—he's good, but this is a standard character where he's just like, "Hey man, why don't you go out and start porking some chicks?" Now, and now he was in one of those lawyer shows. That I never watched. He Ellie was McDonald. He was like the horny dude in the lawyer show too. The, he's always. <laughs> you mean the when he played dude. Vigo, no. Ghostbusters too? Yeah. Ah! Ghostbusters too. Loved you in he's Ghostbusters. Great. He's great. There. It's like, where did you get that accent? I'm from the Upper West Side. He's great. That guy's great. He's from Texas. He was the best part of that movie by I far. Mean, what? What movie? Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters 2. We're not even I have a friend <laughs> who... talking about. Just talking about Ghostbusters. What is this talking about? Why do... didn't we watch Ghostbusters 2? I do have a friend who vehemently denies that Ghostbusters 2 was ever made. It's he not good. It's to not good. Except it was made. But... How nope. is that possible? I don't know, but like I, at a video store, I picked up the video and I said, "It is right here." And he goes, "Oh, I got something in my eye. Oh my god, it's so bad." Ah! Oh! They could have made Stripes 2 instead. It would have been way better. Stripes too. Oh it would just have been called Stripes. John Larroquette. Plural. I would watch that. Yeah, I totally. I like him. Dan Fielding. Anywho, back to the movie. See, punchy. Post-work punchy. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Jesus. You're welcome. So they have this big reception for the latest high-rise that his company yeah. has, has brought to us. The boringest building oh, in all of Vanilla high-rise. And the building is a cake. Oh, and then Horny BFF tells him billable hours. The best thing about the project. I wrote that, yeah, I wrote that down too. <laughs> and you know, 
That was the most honest thing that was. Yeah, he's not wrong. The, <laughs> like, the best thing about hours. the best thing about this building, this building was the billable hours. Right, it's like like everything boom. about architecture, with a few exceptions, were pretty spot on. Right. Yes. I was surprised. It, it was like someone must have had an architect in the family. Yeah, I think because Frank- there was. <laughs> You're right. Where it's like I'm it's just an there. associate. I don't get paid that much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God, that was me. He's at this party, and this is true of uh, the architects I've known, or the, like the designers in the architecture firms. He's drawing on a napkin. Boo! I, I just have this idea, and I, you know, <laughs> here, here, here you go, partner. I just, I just drew this on a napkin. I was just inspired. Boo. Fuck off! Yeah, boo, <laughs> boo hoo! Get away! No one likes you. I just can't keep it in. Yeah, I, gotta I just keep drawing. I just draw on like a, a I'm napkin. I'm so creative. I need a moment to myself and my Oh, God. Art. I was just like, hey, baby. <laughs> I just drew you a house. Gross. Yeah. So gross. Just did it on this napkin. Gross. Shut up. So he goes to his boss, Mr. Mosby. Who and- is Catherine Hepburn? Yeah. Oh, Steve Martin, you are the great uh, Mr. Whatever your name is, and your oversex friend over there is so oversexed, and oh, I just don't know. But he doesn't. He know his... is fucking Catherine Hepburn. But he doesn't know his own employee. He oh, talks yeah. about how they're the largest firm. in That's New exactly England. what it was like when I worked at an architecture firm. They didn't know my name. <laughs> I was there for years. Jimmy. Wait, where did you work? Were you in IT? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, what's your name again? <laughs> so Vince contends that everyone thinks he works in IT. So like I would talk about Vince and I would tell like funny Vince stories. They're like, oh my God, he's hilarious. Did he work with you at another firm? <laughs> like, no, I sit next to him. No, no, no. He's here. It's like the sixth sense, really. <laughs> I know. There was a point right see, around the time. I, I see Vince Galea. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> That's a point. I see Vince Galea. I know. And right now I'm actually not starting dead. to cry. <laughs> he's alive. I'm right here, people. I'm right here. <laughs> there was a point right before I quit because I was so like overworked and tired and just worn down. This is different, huh? Where I, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I started to question if Vince was really, really existed because I mean he was the bright spot of the day, and no one else ever seemed to acknowledge him, and they never <laughs> seemed to know who he was. And I'm like, you see him, right? He just said something funny. You heard that, right? And they're like, yeah, your your friend Vince. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, they're they're just being nice to me, so I don't completely break down. I'm like the goob. You're the goob. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> All these architects are wearing suits. I know. That was a thing so. back then, though. Was that a is was that, that a real thing? Grandpa, tell us. Oh. Well, in the 90s. Having worked in the 90s, yeah, there was a time when you actually wore a tie to work every day. Ooh. Ooh. I can remember when... Tell that to my dad. He works from home and still puts on a tie. I think he might no be shit. going crazy. He's going crazy. So there you Does he go. have a friend named Vince? He <laughs> might. And he's in a box in the closet. Honestly, I can remember when they started instituting casual Fridays. Mm-hmm. So that was like a thing. And I do have a question for you, Grandpa. Yes. The drafting tables. Now, AutoCAD 
was I understand this was a question very much in its I infancy in ninety two. I was never but. employed as a pencil drafter. <laughs> there was a lot of drafting tables in this. Omg, movie. a lot wow. of dra- and no computers, no computers. Yeah, and I, I, I was going to ask, not I was even actually going to typewriter. Legitimately ask a professional. Did they have that in nineteen ninety two? They had like, computer. Like, well, I is that part of the process? I, I start. I started working in ninety six, and they were hiring a lot of young people at the we're time. Not, we're, we're, not, we're not talking about your pimp days. Right. Uh, they always hire young hand. people. So yeah. they were hiring oh, a lot right. of young people at that time too um, because they were being taught computers in school and there was, as you know, the the old guard who were like, I will never, I will never stop drafting with, you know. Right. Yeah. It t- right. loses the so, human touch. So it started off as tilty tables and then they kind of went to sort of fixed tilty tables with the little may line on them to TV trays. And then they just sort of bolted that right to the top of a table. So you could push it out of the way if you didn't do it. And then finally they said, let's stop kidding ourselves. Everything's done on computer now. So the people who do have drafting tables now are just eccentric motherfuckers who will never touch a computer. Who draw on a napkin. Well, they they might be into things like Polaroid cameras and vintage (sighs) typewriters. And and vinyl vinyl records. I know, and they're like, well, the worst one is when invincible. You know the the quality the of the the quality of the music's way better than a CD. <laughs> <laughs> so here, <laughs> and so uh, the one thing that has happened often, and Vince is going to test, and I'm I'm sure Alex, you've had this moment where the people who are who refuse to ever learn how to draft in AutoCAD, which is now an essential basic uh, uh, tool, they will come up with these hand sketches and go. On a napkin. Yeah. You'd say, can you put this in the computer? Well, I- well actually, now those... <laughs> I want to ask Alex, those people how many been... architects did you want to punch in the face? <laughs> it's, it's on a piece put of tissue paper, not on a napkin. Oh, oh my true. God. It's on a tissue. It's on a, it's on a, it's on a, it's on a piece of tissue. It's like, hey, uh, I just... I just worked this up, and can you... Put it... Put, Put, put it, it in, in the, the computer. computer. Put it God in the computer. damn it. I'll put something in the computer. Yeah, it's like computer. a couple times Vince would take, like ball it up and just like shove it into the CD drive when we had CD drives. He's like, it won't fit. <laughs> okay, it's funny to me. It's hilarious. Damn it. I've never um, had a napkin sketch, actually. I don't think no one's ever. It's, really? It's. I feel like the equivalent of it now is the shittiest SketchUp model ever. It's like. <laughs> You open it and there's thing nothing's like built properly and there's not even actual geometry. It's just lines well, sketched together. Well, now it's come full circle because there's people who won't give up AutoCAD for the next one, which shall rena- remain nameless. And they, they, they're like, oh, it's in there. And you open it up and it's all just a clusterfuck of not knowing what to do. So they've they've learned the very minimum of how to turn on. They've a computer and draw to make a 2D drawing. The, draw a line. The worst, and then, <laughs> the worst part is like now because of programs like Revit or uh, BIM, um, which is building information modeling mm-hmm. for those not in the know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking the 2D CAD and making it 3D and super smarty drawings. Um, now the people who are AutoCAD people are referring to themselves as whizzes at Auto Whiz. A whiz? <laughs> whiz? A whiz? Whiz. Whiz. <laughs> At AutoCAD and Revit is that's for they the say young whiz people because they piss a lot of people off. <laughs> <laughs> whiz. Oh, this so he's at this. 
So, so Steve Martin, he goes to this. What, what's the dinner party or something? Was this when he was that the reception it for was the, the building? Reception for the building. For the building, and that's when he runs into Goldie Hawn at, at the yes. Budapest. Who Goldie Hawn? Is that Budapest? Budapest. Who Goldie Hawn? <laughs> no, it's in Boston. Who I just thought Budapest. when I sorry, I was just Buda. like Goldie Hawn is way past cute in this movie. Like she's not Goldie Hawn anymore. Like of like. You know, the laughing or, not or private, Benjamin. private Benjamin. It's like this. It, it was just like, it was just too late to, well, like, she was, for her. It was, I think it was right after Wildcats and Overboard. It looked like some well, surgery. That, this it looked is like, like some surgery. This is like six years after Overboard. Oh, boy. And Wildcats was in 88. This is four years. Oh. Yeah, football. <laughs> Are you ready for you, some Goldie? Gee, uh, um what? You ain't got no alibi. So I just, I just thought that it was just like you're supposed to think that she's like this, like adorable. And it's like ah, I'm just, mm, I don't well, know. Plus, but her also, accent was totally not convincing as Hungarian because everyone knows they sound like the Gabor sisters. Oh, uh, obviously, darling. And I did not believe for a second she lived in Akron because I know Akron and that <laughs> A goes so flat. You would never see a Z axis. Can I get a high five on that? Oh but, yeah. Who, I mean. Her provenance is a mystery. I mean, she's a pathological liar. She is yep. pathological. So so she ends up hooking up with Steve Martin that night. Yeah. And they bang, and then Steve Martin leaves, and then she gets she finds the fucking napkin with well, the drawing of this house on it. That was the most exposition ever for a one night stand. Right. <laughs> that was like, oh, Becky left me and I built this house in Preston or whatever the fuck the name of that town is, <laughs> and White Whiten and Whiten Whiten, but and, and I oh woe is me and all this stuff and blah 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 and then he goes hey can I use your phone and she's like oh yeah sure and she doesn't have a phone I right a phone. I don't have a phone so why why don't we do it and then she but you were also introduced as a side note to the lovable homeless the, all the homeless characters that live by her building. Yeah. Which is basically Oscar the Grouch and uh, <laughs> hello, mm, hello. Um, the, it. I don't know. Do you? Did you guys get? Did you guys get uneasy watching someone like Steve Martin go in for the kiss? Yeah, it's it's it it's like not was easy. Like that was less creepy her. than the boob poke, though. I gotta say, <laughs> I love that. The, the, the boob, boob poke was, was my favorite scene. I agree. I thought that so was. Good. I thought it was funny. You're dead to me, Alex. And, no, but I did, learned some new moves from that. <laughs> <laughs> the little boop, boop. He just, just like them. awkwardly kept touching like, her nipple, like he was like poking through her shirt, her nipple, Ugh, and she got all wet. So it was great. <laughs> I loved it. That just turns androgynous women on. I thought she was gonna say, "Hey, wait, wait, Pearls, let's go man. play some volleyball out back." There was one scene she showed up. She was dressed like Velma from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> totally. I know. I kept writing. Every time she was on the scene, I was like, two words, plaid shorts. Oh, my God. And then it was, was terrible. Like, Another two words, plaid culottes. So, she, she, so Goldie Hawn ends up, she's like, hmm, I have an idea. So she goes up to this house that Steve Martin was talking about with the big bow on it, which now the bow's fall off, falling off the house. So she gets in the how did she get into the house? Did I miss the door was open? The door's just open. Yeah, because in White Town, it's you don't need to lock. You don't your need doors. to lock your doors. Great. Yeah. Well, I think George is keeping an eye on the house too. Who's George? The father. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> my son, my sweet little boy. Hey, where did the dog come from? Exactly. Whose dog is this? All and where did this dog come sheep from? Sheepdog. You never hear its name. Sheepdog's huge. He's just there. This thing's like a bear. Boy. Oh, I also want to throw this out. Another trope in the romantic comedy, and we've encountered this before. The one night stand where someone's left alone the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And she's like kicking her leg, trying to like feel for him. And mm. Steve Martin left. Oh, her. BT Dubs. Did y'all see that chair with the cushion in front of it? There no? was like a no. chair, the rocking chair in her apartment, and there was mm. like a couch cushion in front of it as though someone wanted some comfort while kneeling. Oh. I did not see that. What? So, Steve Martin. Prayer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Prayer. Got up in the middle of the night to pray. Yeah. Just wanted to, as a person who observes the interior. <laughs> Chugging prayer. Chugging <laughs> prayer. <laughs> But they, I, I also know you that because your you know, and you, you mentioned Goldie Hawn is, is you know she's uh, she's past her prime in this movie. Well, it's a sex symbol, yes. But she, they sure did a lot of tushy shots, and I thought perhaps and the '90s jeans didn't help. It was like she the... was not wearing pants number one because there was a little. It's not holy water. <laughs> what is happening over there? There is one podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So. I'm watching this movie. I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, I thought this was about a con man who was on the run from the mob. And I was sat there, and I was just like, Steve Martin looks like shit. And I thought this had to do something with architecture. And it was kind of, then I realized I was watching House Guest with Sinbad. So you watched the Sinbad movie? No. First, <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's Kazam. Oh, it's but House Guest with Sinbad <laughs> could have been just as good. No, that's the other one. Oh, this <laughs> Transcultural movies. Transculturalism at its finest. Culturalism. Maybe the decor could be considered transculturalism in this scenario, Ugh. where the architect provided a cold vanilla shell for the inhabitants to bring forth the personality. What the hell with that glass hallway, Ugh. by the way? It was the worst I didn't get house, the house ever. At all. It's like they were living sucked. in the Everything bedroom was, was in the garage and, and there was a glass. <laughs> and, but the but the set for the like the house, the house that they built. It looked like it was about to fall over or something. It looked like a total of just like fake shell yeah. roadhouse, double deuce building. And that like, place was built with integrity. Right. The two right. poops. Yes. <laughs> the two, two Damn it. Um, but yeah, so it's just like it looked like the actual house that the main like what one of the characters of this movie is just like it looked really fake. Boy, no landscaping. Well, no, there was that He's not gravel, a landscape that gravel circle. He's just an architect. Circle. He's just an architect. Uh, okay, answer he, me he this. He was like, ooh, I put it in front of the pond. So like, that's a town where everyone knows your business right yes how the hell did he build that house to surprise becky omg you're cracking this wide open i know man it's like a conspiracy how could she not know about this her and her pearls how could they not know Uh. how could anyone not know everyone's like oh that house you know that house i think this movie would have benefited from sinbad being in it (laughs) 
I really think they because he could have been friend. the house guest of Steve Martin. They needed a sassy black friend. They did. This movie is very white. Sinbad was in his prime. In fact, in I think the only black person I saw was when I, Goldie Hawn. That movie. She she sweeps all the presents off the mantle, and there's one lone black man. <laughs> I saw that. It's <laughs> one of the presents I, back on the mantle. Did he do the look like, up? Huh? It's like, hey, pick that up. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the 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 house looked like it was just like fake. I mean, it didn't look like a real house. So I, I, yeah, the way it was countertops. No, 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 no. If you're gonna do high end, do not do tile. Even if it's granite tile, you know, just buck up and get the fucking slab. Otherwise, you're gonna have to deal with all of that grout to the day you die. So mm. she she wakes up, she finds the, the 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 pretentious napkin, goes to this house, finds it, moves in. She goes to uh, to the town she to get goes food. To the grocery she store. goes to the grocery store to get some food because she's hungry, yeah. and she tries to put it on Steve Martin's tab, right? Which doesn't exist. So that's when she formulates this bullshit story that she's actually married to Steve Martin, and we're yes. moving into this house. And the cashier says. That's sly boots, which I'm going to refer to. Sly boots? I am going to refer to all men with secrets as that sly boots. <laughs> Works for me. And that's when our uh, unattractive version of Dana Delaney hears that Steve Martin's married. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she, you know, immediately can tell really she gets jealous. Really loves softball, that Dana she Delaney. She loves softball. Yeah. Rugby. Um, so, uh, yeah, then... Then then she runs then she goes to a, like a, a a garage sale or something and runs into unbeknownst her Steve Martin's dad. Yes. Donald Moffat. Who? Donald Moffat. I know. Is, and the connection to Goldie Hawn with that is that Donald Moffat was in the thing with Kurt Russell. Whoa. Which is a fucking great movie. <laughs> um So was Babe. Babe? Not the babe. Not the babe. 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 That's a different guy. It's talking pig. Talking pig movie. Different set different of eyebrows. Guy? Different guy. Different That's the same guy. That's James Cromwell. Oh yeah, it's James Cromwell. Jesus, they are doppelgangers, really. They really it's are. It's the eyebrows. That's the that's the distinguisher. That'll do, pig. I think it would have been better if we found out that Steve Martin's dad was Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> now we got dad, a, a genie. We got a movie. Ooh, that's a different guy. <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> that's Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 And meanwhile, this whole time, he they just don't they keep just saying how he's a lonely associate so, making oh, no money? So how, okay, I write this down. How fucking dumb are these people that they don't pick up a phone to call their son? What was this falling out? Did we ever get to the bottom of it? No. What? No, but no. he resolved it with a song. Tuba Luba Luba. Tuba Luba Luba. Luba. My God. Guys, Alex wasn't there for that one. Please make him feel welcome and a little less. Okay, so so there was this James Spader movie (laughs) with a giant tuba lube in it. Tuba lube. Like an industrial size. Made in lube. Lube. Um. But like, if you, uh, as yeah. Ed, if I were Edna, Edna Davis, uh, Newton's son, Steve Martin's, sorry, Steve Martin's mom in okay. this movie, I know. who was from East of Eden with, uh, uh, I thought James Cromwell uh, would, uh, was... stop it, stop saying <laughs> James it. Dean. Anyways, so anywho, if I were his mother, 
And a woman that I'd never met before said, my cuckoo son up and married her just out of nowhere and then said, but he wants all communication to come through me. The first thing I would do is call my son. You Even in say, the 90s. Let's go shopping. No. Here's a check. Oh, my God. Like, oh, look at your little pert boobies. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Girls. They made it, they, they, they made it like uh, Steve Martin was like some aloof, total weirdo that no one ever got. It's like he seemed pretty straight edge to me. Well, the whole building a house for a woman that you've never even dated except poked. I mean, that's insane. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. It would have been way more interesting if he had been sort of like an architectural genius. Yeah. And he was yeah, sort like of like was fucking his way this through lonely the, associate. the interns, you know, and, and just leaving a oh, like a trail of you families. You mean Richard Meyer style. Dude, no. Oh, I, I was wanna... thinking Louis Kahn style. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Kahn. <laughs> How pathetic do you think Steve Martin is in this movie, his character in this movie, when he, like, pulls this out? Do you think he, he ever even got, like, an old-fashioned from this chick in the past? Do you no, think, I think do you he think had he an ha- obsession with her. Do you think he, he ever got seppi? Did seppi with her? There, like, there like, was a how, shovel how in How did this go? There was a shovel in the trunk of his car is what I think. He's okay. like, you will, you will never leave me. But just doesn't pull it off. Like he's just when no. He can't right close now, the deal. That's his problem. He can't go up to Mr. Big and say, "Hey, he you know, did. I am a good architect." He did. He went up to. I got it. No, right he goes, here, uh, uh, "Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, mm, uh, <laughs> he said, uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I thought like, you're, you know, I thought why uh, we, why are we doing um well uh, clean I thought this was kind of kind of a safe uh, safe choice. Yeah, and he said, "I thought he would appreciate a different point of view." Right, and the guy the guy got in his face, and then he just wilted he didn't say hey you know he goes steve martin you are not a this is a building that ever we're the biggest architect firm in the world he said steve martin you old poop you old fashioned man <laughs> oh i love to hear the loons i just love chugging cock. i just love chugging cock. you said <laughs> You sound like the professor on Futurama. <laughs> Good, news, Good news, everyone. everyone. Well, that's what that guy would say. I was in the Battle of the Bulge. And I'm not talking no, when I was, was hanging out in side. San Fran. So did you notice that when she was singing the banana song that she called out to her kids? Katie, Katie, Bo Baby, and then Ollie, Ollie. Oh, did she? Yeah, she's your kids' names. No clue. Oliver Hudson is terrible. <gasps> He's hot. He is terrible. He's a terrible actor. I cannot even like I can't even fathom how this guy gets anything. So pretty. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) This is the problem. What? Mm, That's why I watch the movie. Oh my god. You gotta see Oliver Hudson. Good job. You gotta see Oliver Hudson in a Christmas movie on Lifetime. (gasps) It's perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. (gasps) Is he an architect in that? Ah! He's a cop. And he pulls it off just I love um, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Steve Martin uh, and Goldie Hawn. So they, they he meets her in the house, and he's upset. He's like, "Why are you right. in my house? Come with What's me going into on?" The bedroom with this giant two-person bathtub. In. Right. They 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 unhatch up like so. Uh, Goldie Hawn says, "Yeah, I've been living here, and I've told everyone that we're married, and blah blah blah." And then Steve Martin realizes through the through this interaction that if Goldie Hawn and him can work together, they can make. Dana Delaney jealous and he can win Dana Delaney back and yeah. that's the story of this movie 
It's like a protracted sitcom. It's it's, it's like not, Jack it, Tripper has got two dates, and they're both in the same restaurant, and he's got to like whoa, one one to the other. It's it, it was this movie. It's like it just seemed like it was just this blah type of story. And I'm watching it, and it's like Steve Martin. He's great. Like he he's he's great. You know Goldie Hawn. She's she's good. You know, and this movie's just very blah. And then I, I saw that. This movie made close to a hundred million dollars. What? Uh, and I yes! will I will confess I saw it in the theater. <laughs> this movie sure, made I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater. 90, <laughs> this made this movie made close to ninety-five million dollars. Mm-hmm. House sitter. This didn't even have Sinbad in it. <laughs> the house guest. <laughs> but like but they said house sitter, but she wasn't really house sitting so much as she was being a part of a giant lie. Yeah, oh, she was, was t- like the totally. She was a house sitter. But if you That's... call it the pathological liar, it's I'd not. Watch that. Hey, would you watch that? Yeah. Tips, you know. The, the squatter. <laughs> That's, that's a that's a different movie. Oh boy, that would be a different. Danny Thomas movie, Fred. That's a Danny Thomas movie. See, uh, Alex, Danny Thomas liked to have prostitutes come over to his house, and they would squat over a glass coffee table, and he would lay under the glass coffee table, and he would like to watch them shit on that table. That's gross. that's a reference. Oh, wonderful, Danny Thomas. Hey. He in created the squatter. He created St. Jude's <laughs> Hospital. The guy. It's the a man is a saint. That brings healthful results to young children with cancer. Yes. And make if he had, and if he had to watch shit tumble out of a prostitute's ass, oh boy. to make that happen, everyone's got their own way of relaxing. It, it, really? I mean, it's true. I've heard so. that some people like to have their toes separated. I play solitaire. You got to keep myself. them separated. <laughs> or Angry Birds. Happy. That's what I do to relax. Angry Birds. Angry Birds or Solitaire. That is what I do to relax. Oh, Soli- did you uh, say solitary? Hello, Roberta. <laughs> Nerd! Uh, well, I stopped drinking and having, you know, unprotected sex with strangers, so I had to do something. <laughs> oh, nerd. So there were two grandfather clocks side by side. Why? Where was this? There was a gra- there was a baby grand piano. So in I'm, the house? Yeah, just sitting there. Yeah. Well, you know when the dialogue started to lag when they had Reverend Lipton come in, and I was really I just oh, didn't. Oh man, care. I wrote that down as like, what the oh. fuck? How how miserable would that be to be doing marriage counselor with someone you're not even married to, and then like. Yeah, acting it. It's like, well, you never like to do. Well, that's the thing. So like, that's why I was like, you oh, never let's do look at the, the decor. Dishes. And there was like wire, <laughs> the wire sculpture of like two people eating in a cafe. Ugh, that fucked up '90s art. That just like, <laughs> oh, it's jazzy, jazzy, <laughs> jazz hands. It's with the jazzy. <laughs> so they were they 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 get together and they uh, try to get. See Martin closer to Dana Delaney, and that's working. But you know, the whole time, he's just gonna poke her boobs and he's then gonna poke run her out boobs, the door. But he also wants to poke the boobs of, uh, well, Golihan does not have any boobs, but um, wanting to flat chested sisters unite. Yep. Um, itty bitty titty committed. Itty bitty titty committed. They, uh, so you, but you know, but you know that Steve Martin and Golihan this whole time, you know, they're getting closer. And, and, you have it's to see really the signs. Yeah. It's fate. 
they're soulmates. <laughs> it was meant to be. That's For funny. every person, there is another person to fill that hole and void in their lives. He's the one. Was that Goldie Hawn? <laughs> <laughs> was that the guy doing her dad? No, I was just noticing that he used a Mylar overlay in one of his design solutions, and I got really excited about that. Oh, when I you did flip see- the trusses around and mm. turn a posit- or a negative into a positive. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> was that total, utter crap? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I was... But yeah, I saw. Yeah, we flipped the Mylar thing, and then he was trying to change the structure. He was like trying to erase a blue line. So a blue line is what a lot of people call blueprints. Um, But blueprints were really the negative. Are you talking about a Diazo? What? No, I'm talking about blue lines, yo. Yeah, Diazo. So anywho, so blue lines is like you basically take your Mylar print. So Mylar is a lot like AutoCAD layers, and it's just layers upon layers that you have a base drawing, then you pass them through the blue line machine so you wouldn't have to redraw plans it was supposed to be very innovative and techy but because you used ammonia to then um to uh uh, uh expose the, the special paper and a <laughs> uv light and ammonia is very healthy um then you get blue lines but you can't alter it it's basically like making a ditto or like using a, a xerox machine your your yeah, the mimeograph. So, like, that he was using an eraser on it was like, <laughs> what is he doing with that? It, why? Uh, what? It's okay, UV I just... eraser. Was it, was, it the, was it the electric one? The... No, it was a pink-ass pearl eraser. Eberhard bitches. Yeah, there used to be one that was like a Dremel. Stead letter Mars. <laughs> you, you could, right in front of you us. You could, like, cut through the table with it. Now, this architecture firm that he worked out was it? They acted like it was like fucking Wayne Enterprises or something. <laughs> I was waiting for Bruce Wayne to walk up. I've never. Is there an architecture firm that is as big and is as powerful as Wayne Enterprises? Uh, well, he did have that. The president would, and owner had a secretary in a giant fucking office. I have a, a big on office the, on the top floor. Yeah, with no drafting. That's table. why I just, I just did not like. This doesn't exist. No. It Absolutely. was it was like they owned their own skyscraper mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. filled mm-hmm. with eighty floors of architects. Well, labor ZGM. was much cheaper back then, and the so boss had, was solving like, crimes dressed as a bat. The drafting pool. <laughs> oh, just just take that down to the drafting pool and, and right. get them to draw it up. It's like the HUD sucker prize. Probably. Oh, <laughs> Two words: plaid pants. Oh gosh, it's just gross in this movie. And then when they're like dry humping into, into the, uh, the fireplace, fireplaces. Oh my god! <laughs> so this can you imagine ho- the direction. No, just do something awkward and strange. I just yeah, poke the poop. That's funny. As boring that. as this movie is, that was or dark, or or as flat as this movie is, I should say, is that it's like uh, it, it has nothing to do with Goldie Hawn. Uh, but uh, she, but like when when they're like the perfect breasts can sit inside a champagne glass. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, Save but I thought I thought I thought uh, Frank Oz actually. <laughs> no, that's I, a flute, bitch. Frank Oz actually like tried to make the movie look okay. <laughs> For whatever that's worth, <laughs> it looked fine. It, yeah, it looked, fine. looked fine. Like it looked fine. Like it was. Oh, it would. Lo- it looked Boob fine. Poke. <laughs> the problem is, for me, one of the other problems for me is that plaid culottes, plaid culottes, and pearls. No, the knee socks that match. Oh my god, she was gross. Ah! She's so gross in this movie. I don't know. I thought She's... that Wellesley 
Sweatshirt was a real turn on. <laughs> Is that a real school, Wellesley? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought it was like, I don't even know. He drives. This town, he says that he's he lives 50 miles away from Boston. Oh, yeah. Everyone's from, the, everyone's from New England in here. Not one fucking accent. Which... Thank God, because I I want to ram my head through a wall when I hear someone with a Boston accent or anyone from a like, thick New England accent. <gasps> but but the, oh, I love because I have fr- I have family in Plymouth, and we go on these when we have a family reunion, we do a little morning walk around Plymouth around the Mayflower, and my uncle does the best New England imitation, and he goes, "Morning to ya, can't can't argue with the weather, can ya?" Uh, <laughs> it's Gordon, adorable. Gordon's fish sticks. Um, <laughs> No, so can't argue with Boggin. No one has an accent in this movie, which is kind of a blessing in disguise. But so this town, he says, is like fifty miles away or something out of Boston or something. He, I think he says something like that. He drew throughout this movie. He's going to work in Boston. He's driving home and right outside, putting miles on putting that miles douche on, car. on his douche car, and he's he's driving. It's just like this is bullshit. Fifty miles each way. He's not doing that. Not no, in the has, 90s. Well, has, People didn't start doing that until like the end of the 90s, not the beginning of the 90s. <laughs> not in the 90s. <laughs> to the end of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say the rain comes quite suddenly in New England. Twice. There was just like full on downports, like thunder, thunder, downpour. <laughs> oh, come on. If that happened in the notebook, you'd be all over Yeah. It. Well, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Listen, Ryan. No, one, no one's getting no no one's getting. Wait, is there an architect in it? Oh, no, 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 no one's getting. He was, he was a handyman. Oh, oh yes, he he's was. A, he's, he's, a, he's an old-fashioned old old-fashioned handyman. He's an old-fashioned man. Thank you, like Mr. This. Gosling. I enjoyed the acting integrity you presented in that particular movie. He's like, oh, okay, thanks, there, Ray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they had it rain so much in there because no one's getting wet in this movie. No. Otherwise, because well, it's dry humping and, and Steve Martin <laughs> just poke. boob poking, and boob poking. Yeah, it's it's a dry movie. Oh god, it's a dry movie, and it pretty much goes and ends how you would think. Well, I do. Alex, were you surprised at all in this movie? No. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, I do want to say this: homeless gonna be homelessly. <laughs> Pulls the home, yeah. Goldie Hawn pulls the ho- her homeless friends. Because <laughs> you know, all homeless people are really nice. All really just good-hearted people who need a house. Right. I mean, they drink a lot, but they just need a house. They just need a house, and everything will be okay. Everything's gonna be cool. That's like the homeless. The, that's like the homeless lady who owns the block in front of my office. Uh, she'll run up and down the street and yell at people. Like if you go to Google Maps for my office, you'll see her on the street yelling at the Google Map uh, car going by. It's hilarious. Oh so, God. but she like owns the street, and you know, and, uh, she'll go up sometimes to, to the ladies and be like, "You look really pretty today," and blah blah blah. And then when I see her, she's sitting there, you know, just pissed out of her mind, going. I'm the Pillsbury Doughboy. Blah, blah, blah. So you're not going to get these people like you saw in the house sitter who go, yeah, take me to this house. Clean me up. And I'll be your and mom and dad. Right. Yeah. But I get drunk. But I'm still lovable. I'm, a, I'm still I lovable. I might shoot up in the bathroom. Right. But and I might cool. be the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Koi. 
Well, the fake mom was looking for cans. Yeah, she, was. she was digging through the garbage. She was digging almost through the garbage. got a homeless. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. Know, I thought you Steve could Ma- take I th- the girl out of Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Steve Martin like towards the end, like towards the end of the movie. I kind of got a little sucked in to like Steve Martin and. They did a pretty good. Oh god, I had so checked out by that point. It's like no, they like actually like kind of got me. It's just like the lie, the lie, the like kept going. It's like oh my name, my name's not Gwen, it's Susie, and it's not Butler, it's whatever. And it's like I'm exhausted. I'm and and now you're in love with it. It's like it turns out not only is he in love with her, he asks to marry her, and that is is the resolution. And then this weird slow mo of her. Coming off the the bus, like her falling into his arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. It was just, yeah that that happened. Good. It happened, guys. It happened. Sorry. Everyone's emotions swing that wildly in ten minutes. Yes. Well, I mean, he learned to be a pathological liar like her. So yeah, that's what. And that's, and that's what, what she needed. Yeah. Right. As soon as he could lie, she's all over it. Yeah. So that, now they can just like go across the country. So that's like true romance. That- <laughs> You gotta send me, man. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, that's house guest with well, Sinbad. I mean, uh, house sitter with, like, uh, with the, like, Sinbad. The whole like moral of the story: you can get ahead by lying. Yeah. yeah. The end. You can get ahead by giving head or by lying. Like well, he 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 was promoted because a bunch of people lied for him. Well, he and then he ultimately lied. Boss, and he never had to tell the truth either. He did like never, right never at the end. Never had to tell never. the speaking, truth. Speaking of promotion, do you think he would have got a promotion just because like his boss saw the house that he built and they don't do residential architecture. Yeah, he was really impressed mm-hmm. by this house. But uh, yeah, that's exactly. Like, well, hey, I'm gonna thinking. make you. He did say associate partner, not. <laughs> Let partner me show part. you the kitchen. Most architects ignore the kitchen. Really? It's a hey. terrible kitchen. I really liked what you did with these windows. <laughs> <clears throat> that kitchen was terrible. And then he was like, "Ooh, look at my pivoting bookcase. It pivots, and then you can push it against the wall, so you can have more." Diverse floor plants and more space if you need it. You know what would have really made it convincing if he'd had like some of that halogen convinced, convincent. Ha! Spin off. (laughs) If it had some of that halogen lighting that was like suspended between two wires, because that 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 seemed like that would have been cool in that house. Or more geometric shapes, or triangles. Or if he'd like had it all like. Bro pad with you know yeah. like sharper image furniture. Like he it's was like he was bragging it, about the scissor stair. All I saw were two staircases that were going in opposite directions and wasting a fuck ton of space. <laughs> I saw no scissor stair. He is a damn dirty liar who lies. It looked like they kind of built that out of an old church. Ugh, and I, I, what do you call I, that style? Ugh. I don't have an education F- in fake movie sets. So. You call it? <laughs> you call it? There, there boob must be a, poke. <laughs> And the, the way he was fighting can, for this, can you go prom- put that Wesley? <laughs> he was fighting for this promotion that was so hard to get. When other firms just give it out like for free, for free. <laughs> they're like, you know, you've been here a year, associate. Oh boy, I don't know. Any you don't know any firms like that, do Whoever you? Whoever would have been an associate at a firm in town, where you just a year out of college, just <laughs> given an associate yeah. title. I mean, not like there'd be other people that are just on a completely different scale that have been working for that yep. title for at least four years. Yeah. That seems cool. Yeah, but cool. So, so I guess that they actually have standards at this firm 
in order to give. Mm. <laughs> Just, maybe, maybe yeah. not. But well. did, did you see the guy had a secretary? He did have a secretary. <laughs> he obviously very important. Uh, BT Dubs. I don't he, know if you watched to the very end through the credits, but at the very end they said the house was designed by Trumbull Architects. In I New did York, see New that. York. So what does that mean? I have no idea. I didn't look them up. <laughs> what I, is that? I did see that, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, what is Trumbull? Do? I don't know. So maybe, was it? So maybe, this was this was designed they, by an actual architect firm. This house was looked like it was going to fall over any second. It looked. It had no foundation. Like, it I looked like it had the no glass foundation. Corridor that like you have the main living space, but then you go through this corridor to get to the bedroom with again a two person bathtub in the bedroom. Right. Well, that's you where Steve Martin wanted the bang. You get up in the morning and you go get a cup of coffee in the fugly kitchen. With your bedhead in your PJs and you're walking down a glass corridor in front of the whole town that knows your business even when it's not in front of everyone in a glass house. Like, well, not only will they know your business socialized, but they're going to be looking at your business. You know what I mean? Was that that a line Sinbad said? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) He was in the end credit scene. Did you miss that part? (laughs) Designed by Trumbull. Maybe they could explain what style of house that is. House is awful. Blech. It All looked right. like the bedroom was in the garage. They <laughs> took a detached garage and they made a bedroom out of it. This movie made almost $100 million. This is insanity. A, this is a, insanity. Boring-ass color. All the interior walls <laughs> were white. With... Boom, boom. No... <laughs> I was trying to make this into a romantic comedy conclusion with my timpani and, mm. and light. If you uh, want to see a good Allegro strings. If you want to see a good <laughs> Frank Oz movie, see Dark Crystal. Oh, fuck boo. yeah. Oh, boo on you. What? Shame on you. Shame on you. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Dark Crystal, what about Bob? And go see I will never forgive Jim Henson for the Dark Crystal. Oh, fuck off. And go and then go see Fez gig. The That's last all I'm time, saying about that. The last time Eddie Murphy was ever funny in a movie, historical movie, Bowfinger. Oh yeah. Brilliant. That's a good movie. The movie's great. So good. Never seen it. Those are Frank Oz movies that everyone should go see. Now, then after that see House Guest was in bed. <laughs> House sitter. <laughs> House guest was in that. <laughs> so here's the, we come to the thesis of the podcast where I ask you the question, would you hire this design professional? Jeff, would you hire Newton Davis, AKA Steve Martin based on his performance in this movie? Yes. You would. I would. He seems very dedicated. He seems like he cares. Um, he's, you know, fucked up over, some girl or whatever like that. But for an architect, it seemed like he, he cares and he wants to complete and do a good job and, you know, do an old fashioned and complete uh, and complete on your face. And, um, that's it. I would hire him. He definitely probes at the soft spots to get to where you need to be going through those tough negotiations. Those, yeah. those, those, awkward, those tight spots. Yeah. 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 Vincent J. Galea, would you hire Steve Martin, a.k.a. Newton Davis? I think... No. Pathological liar. Hmm. He he has learned from the master pathological liar to be a liar. And I can't... 
I, I he learned from a pathological liar <laughs> to be a liar. <laughs> I think pre pre Goldie Hawn, yes, but mm. I I think those two are going to be dangerous. You didn't think that he's going to sell her down. Her... He's going to change her. Oh, she's just a like. She's just a liar with a heart of gold, and all she needed was someone stable in her life to, to just mm-hmm. to lie just, together with. I ah, lie. lie together. Ah. Only on the first date. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, and they never banged uh, until like <laughs> like they so the, they they they, they, they did an opening scene. <laughs> they did an open scene, but they never they never fucked after that. And I just mm-hmm. thought that was just like marriage. Yeah. Oh, um, that's true. <laughs> knows what you're talking about. Um, but I yeah, know, I'm I just, not married. I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you must be the horny BFF. Hey, oh, man. I'm the yeah, I'm the guy from <laughs> the upper Harrison Ford's wife show, the <laughs> Upper West Side. <laughs> oh, oh you're Rain Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you see me? Always. Rain Wilson. Oh, there were, mo- and there was actual models in this movie too. I just throw that out there. And it was a cake. Not not like models that you'd want to bang, but models. Uh, like right. That it was a cake. Yeah. There was like a, there was a, there was there a, were a couple models. Yeah, a couple yeah. models in there. They were more study models than they were presentation models. Although they put in like trees. I'm surprised there wasn't the highfalutin Japanese client that they wanted to impress. That's true. That's the trope we didn't get. <laughs> that's like every, that's like every, it's like every. Oh, audience. I got to sell this to the Asians. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> New Benny Hanna coming up. Oh boy. Oh man. Alex Sklar, would you hire Steve Martin, aka Newton Davis, to be your architect? I would only if I get to know when I hire him, I know he's a pathological liar because them standing up there and spraying bullshit so fluidly and easily, it felt like the entirety of architecture school and <laughs> most of the architecture profession. And so if I get to know that he can do that so that he's not lying to me and I can direct it, I think it would be a very valuable skill. Wait, am I are, am I hiring this mm-hmm. fellow for a job mm-hmm. or for a for a project? Yes or what? yes. Yeah. The You're the boss. What's the difference? What's the difference? What I'm saying is if I'm hiring him to be at my firm, am I hiring him as a design professional? It's like, hell yeah, that guy can lie his way out of anything. No shit. But if I'm hiring him to do a project, it's like, hell no, man. That guy's going to, he's going to like lie and head for the hills as soon as things start getting rough. But did you think like, well, and, and then, as <laughs> he, I was, he was watching lying it, like a contractor. Well, <laughs> I, so when I was watching it, all I could think was, of course he's really good at lying. He's an architect. It's like you have to put he yourself. He draws on napkins. Well, I guess well, that's the thing is he got the promotion once he learned how to how lie. To lie. Because exactly. Before he was too earnest. It's he like, tried to oh, tell the yeah, truth you know, and he got like, shut oh, down. And then True you lie, story. and you're an associate partner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's why uh, James Spader was <laughs> so successful. Gross. So gross. He was so oily. He was also a Japanese <laughs> businessman. He no, he was say, selling it to him. He a would Japanese. say, Arigato. That's it. It's beautiful. That's all you know. It's beautiful. So thank you for asking. I would hire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would hire. Steve Martin, a.k.a. Newton Davis, um, because he self-invested in his craft, and that is how much he believes in himself and his, uh, his and how he can execute and make it go forward. 
I liked that he wanted to do some take his firm in a different direction. Something that wasn't addressed in the movie, though, is when you have large firms like that, you do get pigeonholed into certain project types because it's you get what? the reputation of being able to execute something well. And so they just assume you like that. Um, and so you get pushed into like certain studios, quote unquote. So like I was in the workplace studio, but mm-hmm. a lot of people did like steer clear of it like it was the plague and they all wanted to do hospitality because it's a three to five year turnaround. It's very creative. And, you know, you're having experience. Of and, you, and you got shiny cards. Oh, shiny cards. <laughs> um, you know, and they, they want to do things where they're, you know, picking up finishes and it's more visceral and designing. Um but when you find out you have a certain talent, you get pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you really enjoy the thing you're talented at. Otherwise, you'll be fucking miserable. And that's something that I saw that he was trying to push towards. But maybe Goldie Hawn was that one person that pushed him beyond his certain creativity. We never saw the other drawing that he was trying to show no. to to the boss. <laughs> it, you, ne- you never saw any of his work. You actually never saw any of his work. Except the, the house. The, the except house. the house. That was yeah. it. Right? Yeah. I that mean, that, it. That's it. Yeah. Well, Becky but did at him. one point say, you know, I, I always thought you were a dreamer, but I never realized, you know, you could amount to anything unless you had someone behind you or Yay-o. whatever. Hey, hey. What? Hey, yo. Watch your step. Is it? The boob. Newton poke the boob. Best scene in the movie. Oh, it was so <laughs> creepy. And now my favorite part of the show. Dead. <laughs> it has come Dead. back. It has come back, my friend. Science fiction movie. Dead oh, I like that better. I like that one. Dead or alive. Roadhouse. Dead or alive. It is back. It Good. is back. And with Sin a vengeance. <laughs> Get ready for you it. You watch your mouth, but <laughs> Comic genius. Prayer. I am now writing down your initials. We have Jeff, Alex, and Vincent J. Galea. That's my father. And <laughs> Alex Sklar, Frank Oz, alive or dead? Dead. Vincent? Right. He's alive. Jeff? Alive. He is alive. Thanks. Point. Jeff, point Vince. <laughs> Dark Crystal is a good movie, you son of a bitch. Vincent J. Galea. Doris Day, alive or dead? Alive. Jeff? I'm going to say as dead as Rock Hudson. And Alex? Alive? Too late. She is very much alive. She is 94. And (laughs) fucking crazy. Well. Yeah. (laughs) Frey Otto. He is a Pritzker Prize winning German architect Hmm. known for the roof of the Olympic Stadium from 1972. Jeff Walensky, alive or dead? I'm going to say he's dead. Alex? Sounds like the name of a dead guy. Sure, dead. (laughs) He's dead. He died. Yeah. March 9th, 2015. (laughs) (laughs) Dead guy. Holy moly. Vince? Raspberries. Carol Channing, is she alive or is she dead? She's palm olive in the house. She's dead. Gotta be dead. <laughs> Alex, Carol Channing. Hello, Dolly. A kiss on the hand can be quite continental. Uh, oh, Jesus. A diamond Shara girl. <laughs> Best friend. I like palm olive. Did you ever see those commercials? Okay. <laughs> Your imitations sound like a very old voice, so I'm going to go with dead. <laughs> 
I would like to think that my friend Carol Channing is dead. She is alive. Fuck off. At 97 years old. Wow. I was going to say, she's got to be 108. She is 97. That wig looks amazing. She must, she must have looked like 70 when she was 28. <laughs> she, she, Again. She's alive. She looks great for her age. <laughs> she looks great for her age. Oh boy! Watch Deadpool. out, Carol. Deadpool. Roberta's coming for you. <laughs> Alex Sklar, Carlo Scarpa, Italian architect uh, uh, Pritzker. <laughs> Carlo Scarpa, Italian architect, Pritzker Prize winner, and best known for the Grand Hotel Minerva, alive or dead. He's got to be dead, right? You're Find not gonna out. know. You're never gonna know until the end. Vince, your people, you know all oh, Italian. Yeah. We're all people. friends. Hey, <laughs> is he just to back on the block? Is he? <laughs> is he your Goomba? <laughs> I'm gonna Goomba. guess that he's alive. Is he a friend of yours? Because my my uncle Vito didn't call me. And tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uncle my uncle Johnny No Thumbs, uh, I would says he is dead. Carlo Scarpa. He's a no living. Mm. He sleeps with the fishes. He died November 28th, 1978, making our winner Jeff Walensky. Boots. You win nothing. Questions, comments? Were you able to get seppy toes into a conversation please let us know if you have it recorded you can reach us at info at starchitectspodcast.com alex one more time what is the name of your business where you do beautiful renderings and people should contact you uh it is called atmosphera and the website is atmosphera.us it's a-t-m-o-s-f-e-r-a dot u-s perfect and thank you for joining us next time you listen to our podcast, we will have Two for the Road with Albert Finney. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what's wrong? Albert Finney. And if you wanna if you wanna go to Vince's website, it's S E P Y dot com. Seppi dot Daddy wants to don't don't me. Gross. Okay, bye. Bye. Starkitex is a Pinzac production. Executive producers, Roberta Pennington and Jeff Wolinski. Logo by Joelle Wolinski. Technical direction by Tom Navarez. Music by Better Is the Enemy. Your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Wolinski, and Roberta Pennington. Your architect, Alex Klar. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Me, I'm Eliza Allen, and I'm done. 